And we're back. It's another episode of the Drinking and Talking Fantasy Football Podcast. Hello, everyone. Your host, Dustin Lunt. You uh, can't see this, listeners, but he did the the like bowing of the head and then the the tip cap thing, you know, like extravagantly. I was saying know, greetings to the only he's not wearing to my hat. listeners and to you because welcome back and to me. So is that for me? That, that was for everyone. That's for yes. me coming back. Uh, yeah. I'm excited to be back in Wisconsin after a a nice lengthy stay in Austin, which was terrific and uh, very alcoholic. And it had to be so much warmer than here, let's and be honest. So <laughs> I didn't want to bring it up to rub it in, but since no, you did... No, please do. It's... It was delightful. And I'd take it now in a heartbeat. That's right. Um, but we're back here mm-hmm. and back into it. Yes, sorry we missed out last week. We had some technical difficulties with the recording. Uh, I suppose we could release it at some point, but really... Just to fuck with everybody's minds? But It'd be really like a now Pink Floyd just... album now. You know, it's past the week. Yeah, nobody wants to hear our super choppy, fucked up. Episode. See, that's the thing. If 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 you're maybe on enough shrooms, maybe you would find it entertaining still. So possibly. You know, hey, you reach out to us if you want to hear it. How about that? Yes. Okay. All right, but we are on to week twelve. Mm-hmm. Week we eleven are. is in the past. Getting so close to the playoffs. Real close. How many weeks? Two, Two. weeks. I'm so excited. Two for it. weeks. Oh. So. Uh, gird your loins if you are sitting there at six and six right now. Uh, just pay attention. That's mm-hmm. all. Pay attention. We'll try and help you out because this is where shit gets serious. That's right. Yeah. Or not? Not you couldn't be six and six right now. Maybe six in your five. head. Maybe up here. Five and six. You're somewhere around five hundred. That's right. Exactly. Five and a half. <laughs> you could be tied. You could be five five and one. You could. In fact, if anybody has a tie, I, I always love to see that because I didn't think scoring settings really allowed that. But I always hear, you know, it's like an old wives' tale. In, in one of my leagues, there was two ties this year in the same league. Two ties? Yes. Wait, Someone was had... it just two people that tied each other? <laughs> no, no, no. Two, oh, okay. two different weeks there was okay. a tie. And it was actually brought up as a possible rule change for next year, going out one more further decimal for some of the scoring to... Yeah, you know, make it a little bit more so that doesn't happen. But I love the idea of a tie. So part of me wants to rally against that because I just love seeing two people battle to the bitter end and then nobody wins. Yeah, it's from very, the outside, it's very it. unsatisfying. Not for me. You get blue balls for a whole week. It's awful. <laughs> just awful. Oh, I think that's the note that we have to start <laughs> drinking on. So what are we drinking this week? We have got sounds very tasty. Yep, from New Belgium, out of Colorado. A Colorado. They, it is their Nitro Cold Brew Cream Ale. That's a cream ale, which yes. is what I'm most interested in here. Because I've had uh, a few different nitro like stouts that are mm-hmm. coffee-infused like this, but I've never had a cream ale that is coffee and nitro. So I feel like this is going to be like a... I just had, in Austin, I had the most delightful little cold brew. I feel like this could be reminiscent. So that's kind of why I got it. Oh, it's very way. dark. Much darker than I would expect for a cream ale. That's a dark cream. That's what that is. That is a dark, dark cream. Almost looks and like a, like a uh, brown ale. It does. It's And it does, uh, I mean, it has a little bit of that nitro-y infusion at the top, but it's not as thick. It doesn't no. have that thick head there. It's a no. little lacy. It smells not like coffee, if I'm being honest. Hmm. That's the sound of indifference. 
It's a sound of, I'm not quite sure what to make of this beer. Well, that's a beer. It is. Uh, I do taste the coffee on the back end there. I don't smell any of it. It's not super strong. I think I get a little coffee. I get like a a caramel flavor to it. Yeah. This is like a a weak coffee. It's It's a little sweet. Tastes a little sweet. Oh, I don't think it's that sweet. I wish it was sweeter. If I'm really kidding. well, oh. you got to make up for the the lack of coffee flavor or something is what I'm thinking. Or you could have more coffee flavor in a cold brew. <laughs> okay, well, I mean, yeah, obviously, <laughs> I'm saying that's an alternative. Yeah, I just want more flavor out of this, really. So this is like brand new mm-hmm. from their Up Next series. So maybe Up Next they'll make a beer that has the right flavors. Yeah. I mean, it's not terrible by any stretch of the imagination. No, but uh, uh, I have a little bit higher. This is not what I want out of this. Higher category. regard for New Belgium. I expect better things. Yeah, that's to be, let's be fair. Typically, they're very good. Yes, um, this is an exceptional uh, in the wrong way. Yes, kind of and thing. I think the nitro doesn't help. It kind of thins out that the mouthfeel to it, so it doesn't doesn't taste thicker. Yeah, but this guy, like with the nitro, you have to like pack it with flavor. Yes. Otherwise, it's just, mm-hmm. it's this. It's this. Whatever. I'll make do. Oh, absolutely. Uh, it's beer. It is. It says it right on the label. Mm-hmm. That's how we know. That's the only way we know. All right, so we are into week 12. Mm-hmm. And I think before we get into week 12, yeah. I just want to give you some kudos. Oh, that so, never happens. I know. So you guys, obviously, with last week's episode, uh, you didn't get to hear our bold predictions for the week. Well, yeah. we actually had our first correct bold prediction of the season by Mr. Jacob Trowbridge. How fucked up is that? <laughs> <laughs> it makes me think you planned this. There's no audio evidence. The people can never hear this. <laughs> you can't uh, be the yes, first one to be right. I did. I, I predicted that uh, Jimmy GQ would go off for four touchdowns against Arizona, even with his depleted uh, weapons. And, and that's some bitch sure came through. as Abraham did. He... <laughs> Yeah, he came through, so that was that was nice. Yeah, so 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 kudos to you. That was nice. Thank you. Good, Thank good you. job. I will maybe try we'll and start a game. maybe we'll start a trend here, and we'll we'll start getting more. It could start a run. Yeah, I ain't afraid. Like like all those tacos I had the other day, it'll start a run. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna happen. Um, so thank you for that. But now, oh, another blank space, another thing. You know why? No beer bet payoff. But I'm actually glad we didn't make a beer bet on last week's episode like I almost wanted to. Oh, yeah, we were close. Yeah, I was well. very close on it. So I'm going to save it for this episode. I'll come up oh. with something else. All right. Yeah. I'm tired of seeing that blank sta- space. Staring. Fair enough. Well, I mean, we will have a few to pay off here once the fantasy season's over. I know, but, but I, want until it, then, I want it now. I know. It's my beer, and I want it now. All right. So should we just get right into it? Let's get Hit right into it. Hit our waiver wire pickups? Fucking A. All right. Lead us off here. Okay, so I want to bring to attention somebody who slipped through the cracks, and uh, part of the reason, or part of the blame, should fall on me because I told you guys to drop this guy a few weeks ago, which was, I think, a fair thing to do. Absolutely, because he has not exactly gone on. No, I don't blame you at all for in all of those weeks. That. It's Sam Darnold. Now, Darnold did. Have a real nice day against Washington. Mm -hmm. Because everybody has a real nice day against Washington. But you obviously can't play him against Washington again. You can't get those points back. But you can get his points from his upcoming matches with Oakland, Cincinnati, and Miami. 
that's his next three. I dare you to find a better quarterback schedule in the next three weeks than that. I don't think that's possible. And he did prove, again, against a bad matchup, he can do it. He can do it. I think some of that confidence is coming back. Um, Jamison Crowder is just a godsend for him. Mm-hmm. He really needs him. But Demarius Thomas Everyone has needs been bailing him out. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's a great schedule uh, for a respectable quarterback. Mm-hmm. I like it. I'm actually probably going to be starting him this week over Jameis. Uh-huh. Oh. Yeah, oh, I know. That's how much I like the matchup. Or that's how much you hate Jameis. Uh, maybe it's a little both. Mm. I'm After of, what he did to you this last I'm week, I'm tired of this roller coaster. Really. <laughs> you want to get off? I do. You can't. <laughs> Blue balls forever. You are strapped in. All right, who is your QB to pick up? All right, I've got Jeff Driscoll. Sounds like he's going to be starting here for a while. Stafford could be out through the end of the season. We don't know. There's yeah. no timetable for return. Uh, he's had two respectable fantasy outings over the last two weeks. Yep. Now, Real-life fantasy, yeah, he's been not doing anything special, but he's been getting the job done. Uh, He's been in the 20s and 30s over the last two weeks, and he's going against the aforementioned Washington team. Yep. Uh, They're real bad on defense. Real bad. And he's got great weapons. Galladay, Marvin Jones has been blowing up. Um, got, Got Hawkinson in there. He's got all the weapons. Washington's real bad. Pick him up. Um, and he's not that highly owned. 4% rostered right now. That's shocking. I know. Actually, it's not. It's not. But, <laughs> but I wanted to give it but some But he's ass. widely available, so go pick him up. Start him this week. Great matchup. Jeff Driscoll. That is the most boring name for presumably one of the most boring quarterbacks in the league. But... You don't win your leagues on style points, people. That's right. If you did, then I would be a goddamn four-time champion. Mm. Am I right? Mm. Am I right? Am I right? Mm. I feel like I'm right. You're not right. Okay. Uh, maybe I'll be right with this pickup at running back. I want you to go out and get Jonathan Williams, the backup, presumed backup right now to Marlon Mack on the Colts. Um Mac is out with a, a, a hand injury. He had surgery on it. And in his steed, Jonathan Williams just fucking cranked it. Uh, 160 plus yards on like 14 touches. Um, he looked like a manimal out there. And Jordan Wilkins um, could also get in the mix, certainly. So if you have space, you could even pick up both, honestly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do think that they ride the hot hand. Uh, coming out of last week because it's such a short turnaround. They play Thursday, so I think they'd be wise to just roll with Jonathan Williams because he did so well for them last week. Okay. I am going with the other Indianapolis running back (laughs) for my waiver wire pickup of the week, uh, going against Houston. Um, Houston, uh, surprisingly, isn't that great against fantasy running backs. Mm -hmm. They're, They're at about 12 overall, giving up fantasy points. Naeem Hines is the pass-catching back on this team. Yes. No doubt about it. And against Houston, I feel like they're going to be playing from behind. And they're going to have to be passing the ball more. T.Y.'s banged up. As always. They have some other guys there, I guess. (laughs) They can't throw it always to the tight end. So They can try. They can try. 
So I, I think Naeem Hines' uh, share in the offense is going to increase significantly. He's been with the team longer. They trust just pick him up more. all three. Can I say? Just pick up all three. Why not? Just dump everybody off of your bench and pick up all three it, of these. It makes me guys. really sad uh, oh, yeah. that he's out on our waiver wire right now because I just dropped him this last week. So you had to because uh, he wasn't doing been, anything, and now it would have been Matt, irresponsible to hold on to him. Uh, so disappointing. But yeah, it happens. All right, um, but we're we're not going to focus no. on your misses doings. <laughs> We're going to focus on your, uh, I don't know, on your beard, on your... That's fine. I, I don't know. I'm trying to think of the upside here. Upside? Wide receiver? Did you say upside? Or was that me? That was you. I blacked out for a second. All right. Uh, Darius Slayton, wide receiver for the New York football giants. Uh, this guy's been fucking beasting out. He's just... Uh, it's wild. Um, there is still a presumption that there's no true wide receiver one, I think, there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think part of the reason is because Darius Slayton has been making such a name for himself that it's hard to trust that Golden Tate is truly the number one. Mm-hmm. And, I, and honestly, it's starting to look a little bit like he might be the guy there. So last week... Uh, 14 targets. Yes, 14 targets. Had 10 receptions for 121 yards and two touchdowns. Um, he's been, he's just been so fucking good. <laughs> and um, so, excuse me, that was week 10. See, this missing episode is really throwing me off. Uh, but now, after this upcoming week against Chicago, which is admittedly not the best matchup for him, uh, he does get Green Bay, Philly, Miami. And Washington to close out the season. So, uh, as far as a playoff stretch, mm-hmm. this is Very pretty nice. damn good. Very nice. All right, my wide receiver this week, and it just it kind of pains me to say it. Where? Point to it where it hurts. Right here. <laughs> right in the heart. Yep. I have Devontae Parker. Left for dead. Nobody believed in him. The last six weeks, he's been balling out. Yeah. He's been over double digits every game, except for two this season. And one of them was against New England, so that can basically throw that out because nobody does well against New England. And the other one was against Dallas early in the season when they were playing extremely well. So he's got fits and spurts, throwing him the ball. Yep. YOLO, baby. Going against Cleveland. Cleveland... On the season, they've been their defense has been very good against wide receivers uh, in the bottom quarter of the league as far as giving up points. But their defense is missing a lot of key players now. Morgan Burnett just put on injured reserve. Their safety, Eric Murray, doubtful for this week. Um, one of their DNs, Oliver Vernon, questionable. Miles Garrett Are they be suspended. Able to field detackle suspended. <laughs> so they're they're missing a lot of key key pieces on defense right now. Yeah. And Parker's been balling out. I feel like you can start him. Sneaky start this week. I like it. I'm I've been starting him in my like thirty uh, player lineups that I have in one league by default, but I've been pleasantly surprised with yes. the results. Um, you know who else I've been equally surprised with is Noah Fant. 
In a good way or a bad way? uh, In a very good way. Tight end for the Broncos has stepped up in the absence of a true number two wide receiver there. It's been Cortland Sutton, and it's been him. And prior to the bye against Cleveland, a fully stocked Cleveland, or as close as that is Mm -hmm. uh, this season, um, he just went ahead and had himself a day of 115 yards and a touchdown. Then coming out of the bye against Minnesota, which it looked like the Broncos were just going to destroy him this weekend. Which they should have. And then they realized, oh, nope, we're the Broncos. (laughs) Let's take it back a notch, guys. Uh, But he still was peppered with targets. His day should have looked a hell of a lot better than it did. He got 11 targets on the day, led the team. Just the four receptions for 60 yards, but for a down sort of day, um, uh, just compared to what the statistics should bear out, I'd take that. And uh, I, I don't see them all of a sudden inserting a number two wide receiver anytime soon, so he will have the target share there. Okay. And then to round out the waiver wire pickups, I have Jacob Hollister this week. Um, Only 15% rostered right now, according to ESPN. Uh, He's had a couple really big weeks here, 19 and 20 points um, respectively. Not the best matchup against Philadelphia this week. They're actually been very solid against tight ends. But um, Tyler Lockett, we don't know if he's going to play. They say he's day-to-day at this point. Aren't yet, we all? He hasn't been practicing. So, what, uh, Watson, Wilson, mm. is going to be missing his number one target. Can you trust Josh Gordon? I personally have decided not to. Exactly. So, I mean, DK Metcalf, yes, he can do some things, but is he ready to step into that, that number one role? I don't know. And... Well, let's be honest. This is like, what, the fifth tight end that Russell Wilson has made fantasy relevant this season? Yeah, that's pretty much true. So I feel like he just loves the tight end for whatever reason. The whole oh, tight end. you know why he loves the tight end. The whole tight end room must have, you know, bought him a Rolex or something. Fancy? What's fancy? I don't know what's fancy anymore. A juicer? Yes, maybe a Was juicer. Was it a juicer? The, the ninja juicer. Yeah. And um, Or maybe bought stock in his bubble water. Company and um, he's just throwing them, throwing them the ball. So I feel like this is going to be a week where that continues. Pick them up, start them, pick them up. All right, and drop them. Yes. <laughs> Who are we talking about to drop this shit? Uh, do you mind if I go first? Oh, please, because I really, really want to say this. It's Philip Rivers. You might know him as the quarterback still for the Chargers still. Uh, and the father to half of the children in the United States. Philip Rivers uh, has never been a, talking about style points, he's never been a stylish or a no. sexy name in the fantasy industry because he doesn't he doesn't get you those crazy 60-point games. He doesn't pull a Mahomes uh, out of his hat. Mm-hmm. He pulls, you know, 15 points out of his shoe. And then you're happy with that. Um yeah, do you want to hold it up to your face? No, but you'll take it. Um, here's his last four games. Um, in our in our dynasty league here, I'm referring to. So this one doesn't doesn't weigh interceptions quite as much. Mm-hmm. Okay, fourteen points, fourteen points, fifteen points, sixteen points. Not terrible. Not, not terrible. No. However, he has had 
his turnover ratios in those same games. Uh, one touchdown, one turnover. Zero touchdowns, zero turn- turnovers. Two touchdowns, four turnovers. One touchdown, four turnovers. Are you starting to see a trend? That's I am forming seeing here? a trend. That's not good. Yeah. Um, it's now, a bold strategy, The Cotton. good news is that he cannot turn the ball over uh, on television this week because he has a bye. So he can do it from his own backyard, but it won't hurt your fantasy team, at least. We hope. However, coming out of that bye, first of all, he doesn't have great matchups. He gets to play Denver at Denver. He's playing Jacksonville at Jacksonville. Then he gets Minnesota. Uh, Oakland is great in Week 16. If you want to hold him to that point. And, and, and trust him on your championship week if you make it to the championship <laughs> game. And hope that he'll still be the starting quarterback at that time this if is it's true. not a lost season. So... Uh, no, that's a no for me, dog. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I've got Ryan Finley as my quarterback. Oh, oh, it's just been so bad. And I get it's not all his fault. Rookie, the whole offense is dysfunctional right now. They have no offensive line. It's just, it's, it's just bad. But as bad as the situation is, he's making it even worse. <laughs> Two weeks ago when he got the first start against Baltimore. Okay, you can kind of chalk that up as a a bad week because Baltimore's defense is balling out right now. You know, he had 53% per, percent completions, threw for 167 yards, a touchdown, an interception, a fumble, scored 8.9 fantasy points in our scoring system here. You're like, okay, it can't get worse than that. <laughs> oh, wait, it can. So this last week against Oakland, you're like, oh, perfect matchup. We we love going against Oakland. Everybody no, does. He was actually worse. 41.9% completion percentage. That's stupid. 115 yards passing. That's garbage. No touchdowns. That's equally garbage. An interception and a fumble. If you started him in our league, he got you negative points. So is that not what you want? Is it not like golf no, that we're that's playing? N- no. Okay. And then his matchups don't get any better. He's got Pittsburgh this week, the Jets the following week, Cleveland, New England, and that's assuming he stays the starting quarterback. We don't even know. They could go back to Dalton at this point. It's, it's hard to <laughs> oh, say. Could you imagine? I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. If All I know is you just don't want to start him. If you were uh, Andrew Dalton and they did that to you, would you tell them that you were going to start and then just not show up to the stadium? I think I would. Because <laughs> I'm petty. I'm real petty. I would, just, I would go out for like the first play, mm-hmm. like hand the ball off. Hopefully it's a running play. Mm-hmm. And then like twist my ankle. Ouchie. Yeah. And just be like, oh, coach, I got to come out my ankle. It's hurt real you got, bad. You guys. It's hurt real bad. Did you bad. not hear me say ouchie? I got to go. Yeah, it's that's okay. gross. It's all gross. Yeah. Um, I, so I don't blame you for that at all. I am also going to reiterate this for the people in the back. The 40-some percent of you that are holding on to this. Actually, 50-some percent, excuse me. Kalen Blodge. Supposed starting running back for the Dolphins. So what are you doing? What? Why Why are you making me say this to you? Uh, Kalen Blodge has run the ball, oh, I don't know, 60-some times. And his longest run of the season was a monster 8-yard gainer. Um, and that that sounds better than it looked. Believe me, Kalen Balaj has just been so poopy. 
he's lucked out uh, into a starting role. Fall, <laughs> and if he's fallen into the end zone for you, then oh. great. You can get by with starting him if he does that. If he does not do that, you are so, so sad <laughs> on so many levels. Um, it, it's just, I don't, I shouldn't have to say this. I'm bummed that I have to say this. Cut this motherfucker from your roster. It shouldn't even be a question at this point. He's that bad. He's that bad. All right, my running back is, it hurts. Hurts real bad. Mm. Is David Johnson. Mm. Now, remember, cutting bait does not mean dropping him necessarily. It could. It could in this case. For me, it almost could. Because it, it, it's it's real bad right now. What, what the hell is going on here? We, we have no idea. Coming off, I mean, coming off the bye this week. But prior to the bye, had San Francisco. Didn't get a snap during the game. Yeah. Week before that, got very limited touches. Then he was out the previous two weeks before that. Is he still injured? I know he says he's 100%. Is he, though? I don't know. Or has he just declined that much that, you know, from all the usage over the past couple years? And is he just is he just past his prime already? Maybe. Does he not fit the offense? Maybe. maybe. I mean, you, you, I mean, on paper, it seems like he, he would fit this offense perfectly. But maybe... Maybe he's just not meshing with, with the offensive scheme. I don't know. But something's going on there. I don't trust him. They've got the Rams this week, which not a great matchup. Going into the playoffs then, they got Pittsburgh, not a great matchup. Yep. And then Cleveland and Seattle. So it's not – I mean, from here on out, Arizona's got bad defensive matchups. So I don't know you can trust him. Just if you don't feel comfortable cutting him, which I don't blame you, just – you can't start him with confidence until you see that he gets the usage. Yeah, you may miss out on a big week, you know, if he actually starts and gets the bulk of the carries and, and the receiving yards. Right. I would rather take that chance and know that he's back healthy than start him again and get zero and he's like a healthy scratch essentially or comes in for one carry. I would rather take that chance of leaving the points on my bench until I know he's going to get used. For sure. And I don't know if we'll ever know that. We may not. In truth. Especially because of how kind of uh, douchily shady the Cardinals Cardinals coaching mm-hmm. staff is about this. They're the furthest thing from transparent. So uh, I would be <laughs> nervous. I mean, supposedly last week it was just going to be like a split carry situation. Yeah, sure, it'll be DJ yeah. and Kenyon as a one-two yeah. punch. Nothing. Zero. All Kenyon. Fuck that. Um Fuck that. I stand by it. My wide receiver to drop now, still owned in so many leagues. It's still 60-some percent rostered in these leagues. It's A.J. Green. And I know why people are holding on, because if he starts and he plays, he could be a top 12-ish. I don't know. I mean, as we just talked about with Ryan Finley, like that offense is just all sorts of bad. I yes. don't know that A.J. Green will make the difference of no. all of a sudden the offense is going to click and they're going to no. be good. I don't see it. And I don't <laughs> see them even just force-feeding him targets if he no. comes back. I don't. Uh, first of all, I don't think that he plays a snap this year. I don't I either. think it would be um, not even disrespectful. I think it would just be stupid for yeah. them to do that with him. Well, there's, it's, there's no it's already point. a lost season. It's a away he's, lost season. He's going to be a free agent. Yes. Like why at this point he's he's done you good as as a player for your organization. For sure. 
why do him that way and possibly get him re-injured at the end of the season during meaningless games? Yep, because that's good for nobody. Yeah, just shut him down. They should just throw him on the IR and just be done I, at this I point. I wish they would have just done it already so that, again, people wouldn't have to make this decision of, well, but you know, the fancy playoffs are coming up and I'm sitting here, you know, I only have maybe two, three losses. I can withstand it. Right. Well, that's great. Um, and I hope for your sake that he comes back, but I do not believe that he will. Neither do I. I'm right there with you. So my wide receiver, I'm sticking with the Arizona Cardinals, Larry Fitz. And again, this hurts my heart <laughs> just because he started off the season so good. We're like, Oh, revitalized year for Larry Fitz. Oh. One of the good guys in the league. It's, it's great to, to see. You know, it's, it's awesome. Yeah, he's just dropped off over the past uh, you know five weeks here, basically. Not nearly as involved for whatever reason. And as I just said, uh, talking about David Johnson, his schedule sucks the rest of the year, too. So I don't know that you can trust him maybe in a flex situation if you're desperate, but... I feel like you could probably find better flex-worthy options out on the uh, waiver wire. Yes, agreed. We we named two for you just like not ten minutes ago. So <laughs> true story. True so story. yes, that is absolutely uh, uh, true. Um, for tight ends, I'm just going to keep this theme running of people who are bizarrely owned at this point. <laughs> um, and it, so at tight end, it's Delaney Walker, still a forty-plus percent ownership of Delaney Walker and hopefully that's just people who are stuffing somebody on their IR slot if they have it and this is kind of allowed if he's just out um, and and cool I guess but for any of you where that's not the case there's no need for you to be holding on to Delaney Walker mm-hmm. the only reason you hold on to a tight end like that for that long is if it's fucking George Kittle you don't hold a guy like Delaney Walker what? for that long unless you like that sort of pain in your life yeah, if you're a little bit masochistic. Yeah. Then, hey, then do you... You know, if it's your thing, go for it. Well, look, if you're masochistic, can I recommend <laughs> rostering both Ryan Finley and Andy Dalton? Yeah. Can I intrigue you, you with that? You could. Okay. Uh, but yeah, otherwise, get Delaney off your off your squad. It, again, if he comes back this year, which it's very possible. Absolutely. They, they just don't, because why risk it? He's been injured each of the last three seasons at this point. And Johnny Smith is holding his own, mm-hmm. um, you know, for the team-wise at least. Maybe right. not so much for fantasy perspective, but for the team certainly, he's he's an upgrade. Oh, honestly. absolutely. And you know, you just got to question their offense isn't great either. I know Tannehill's been an upgrade at the quarterback position. Yeah, not hard really. Yeah, but he has been an upgrade. But I think it's just the whole offensive scheme. Uh, you know, they got the defensive-minded head coach there. I don't know who their offensive coordinator is. It's just maybe if it's a little bit different scheme, he'd be much more involved. Because uh, he has the talent. You know, yeah. I've got him stashed on one of my one of my teams because I love the talent. I'm just waiting for him to break out. You're waiting for the blossom. That's right. Okay, we'll finish up uh, this segment here. I've got Jason Witten. And I know what you're thinking. Oh, he's been reliably consistent throughout the season. This is very true. But he's got an awful schedule coming up for the next four weeks. He's got New England this week. Bad matchup. Buffalo, bad matchup. Chicago, bad matchup. The Rams, bad matchup. Maybe you can hold on to him and start him, you know, championship week against Philadelphia. Mm -hmm. Maybe. Mm -hmm. But... Even at that point, it could be 
you know, Philly and Dallas really duking it out for the division title. So it could be a very scrappy game, very True. competitive. I don't know if I'd trust him at that point because he's more of the check down guy. Lines could be out of the race. Yeah. So I just, I just don't know. I don't trust him moving forward here. Yeah, I would try to trade him right away. If mm-hmm. you can get somebody who just still has that name in their head and just has that idea mm-hmm. of what they wanted him to be, and you can find someone to trade him to, do it. Yeah, if you could trade him, that'd be even better. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. All right. All right. We did the bad. Now we're doing the good. Ooh. Now we're doing the worst. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> we're doing the worst. Which is good for me. Yes. It's good for my soul. So, on to our shit show of the week. Yep. Do you want me to start? Or do you want to start? I kind of want... Well, it's a tandem. This is really our first shit show tandem of the week. It is. Which is kind of nice. I didn't realize that until just now. Wow. Look at us. Let's... Hey. Hey. Look at us. <laughs> you, want, you want to do it at the same time? Let's do it at the same time. Okay. Uh, they're different people, but they go in conjunction. Yes. On the count of three... Uh, no, let's do on the let's do on the count of one. On the count they don't of one. even deserve us to get all the way to three. I don't okay. want to waste that much time, which all I've right. already done. Okay. Okay. We ready? ready? One. Tyler Boyd. <laughs> okay, that didn't work out as well as no. I'd hope. Let's do it. Let's do it separate. Let's okay. go back to how it was. All right, you start. Okay, Tyler Boyd, wide receiver for the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, suppose this is another one that hurts my soul. Because he's on so many of your teams. He's on so many of my teams. (laughs) I think he was one of my guys going into the season. So I'm very, very disappointed with this. It sucks. It's not not ideal. And he started off so well this Mm -hmm. season. When you... you had him in all of your leagues through week four. You thought, yeah, fucking league great. winner. Absolutely. League winning guy right here. Um, that's really dropped off. So this last week, Tyler Boyd put up one reception for zero yards. But he did have one rushing attempt for ten yards. Which is not nothing. But it almost hurts more. It almost adds the insult to injury, that one rush for ten yards. It does. So you don't even deserve that. I don't even deserve that extra point. I'll take it. He's been but so I don't disappointing it. this season. Um, and, uh, I mean, it's the, it's the quarterback. Mm-hmm. And the general offensive line play, yes. scheming. Yes, the whole nine yards. All of it. Yes. But it's bad. Yes, and I have his quarterback, Ryan Finley. Um, I talked about this already a little bit. Under 50% passing percentage, just barely over 100 yards, no touchdowns, a fumble, interception. Just not good. He's nope. he's so bad. So bad. so bad. Why are you so bad? Why do you do the things that you do? I hate so much about the things that you choose to be. Uh, all, right. all right. Moving into our best matchups. Now we get the good yes. things. Now into the good. Sweet. Let's do it. So right. best matchups at quarterback. Yes. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's do it. Okay. You do it. All right. I've got Matt Ryan as my quarterback this week going against Tampa Bay. For whatever reason, the last couple weeks, Atlanta looks like a totally different team, both offensively and defensively. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's playing well. He's got to throw the ball a little bit more because Brian Hill's not a thing. Freeman's out. They have no running backs, basically, so they got to throw the ball more. you got two stud wide receivers. What's not to like? Very little. And it's <laughs> against Tampa Bay. 
who's been porous against the past. Which is the worst Bay, let's yes. be honest. Um, both from football and just general, right? That's right. Uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm actually really excited for that. Now, on the flip side of it, I'm just curious. Do you anticipate, like, a real shootout? Like, do you, like for Jameis, do you think maybe he could scrape it together? I don't, with the way their defense, Atlanta's defense has been playing the last couple weeks, I yeah. don't know. Like I said, yeah. I don't think I'm going to be starting him this week. That's fair. He'll probably go off for about 60 points, which would be par for the course. But, sure. uh, yeah, I just can't ride that anymore. But it very well could be a shootout. Very well could be. So it's always something to keep in mind. I'm going to double back on something that I mentioned earlier with my pickup of the week, and it's Sam Darnold versus Oakland. Mm -hmm. Again, this starts that magical stretch for him, and I want to be a part of it from the beginning to the end. Oakland allowing the third most touchdowns in the league and a whole gaggle of yards. Um, I'm all about him. Mm -hmm. All right, for running backs, uh, I've got Kareem Hunt this week. He, why? Why? Because he's well. One, he, he's he's playing Miami, and, oh. and that's just a very plus matchup. But he's been very involved with the offense. I didn't, I didn't think it would be like this right out of the gate. Agreed. Obviously, they had a plan for him all along, just waiting for him to to be able to come back and play. He's had an average of five carries a game over the last two weeks, which is not nothing. But then he's also. Um, Averaged uh, at least six receptions a game, which is great. Very involved in the passing game. And again, it's Miami. You know, they could get up ahead here early and then want to give Chubb a little bit of a break uh, for down the stretch here. You know, they got uh, Miami. They got Pittsburgh the following week, so maybe they want to give him a little bit of a rest, you know, if he happens have any wear and tear on them let them rest up a little bit here for that big game they're definitely going to need it for the division and like i said they're they're showing that that he is involved and you gotta love that matchup agreed agreed um yeah he could end up with actually a lot of rushing work this Mm -hmm. week for once uh instead of you know all targets which is hey that's still gravy Mm-hmm. But yeah, if you can add that rushing on top of it, whoo, mama. Uh, I'm going to try and give people who are holding Latavius Murray on their rosters a little flicker of hope and light here. That's um, mighty nice of you. He is, isn't it? He gets to take on the Carolina Panthers, who have been gashed by running backs, by true running backs this year. Um, most touchdowns allowed by any defense. Um, they are top uh, eight in terms of rushing yards allowed. I think this is going to be a great game for both, mm-hmm. obviously, Kamara, but also I think Murray will get enough work here. Hopefully enough of it is close to the red zone um, where you can you can find a score, maybe two, mm-hmm. just depending on what kind of game it is. Um, but, but I think just based on the matchup, if I have a flex spot, with these buys where it's it's a little mm-hmm. difficult, I'm perfectly fine putting him in the flex for this week. Absolutely. I would be too. He's good good flex play this week. All right. For wide receivers, I've got Jamison Crowder. Jamison Clam Chowder. Yeah? Maybe. Clam Crowder? See, that's a mouthful. Yeah. Nah. I'll work on it. Is it the red or the white? <laughs> anyway, if you guys got that reference, let us know. Thank you very much. Mail us a postcard about it. Yes. So the last three weeks, he's been balling out. Uh, Ever since uh, Darnold sat down with Adam Gase, they talked it over. They aired whatever grievances they had. 
Yep. You know, we are coming up on Festivus season here. <laughs> so, yes. so whatever they did, it's worked. The offense has been clicking much better, and Crowder's, by default there, has, has been getting more targets. He's been very involved. He's been averaging almost 20 points a game over the last three weeks. Wide receiver one territory. The next three weeks got great matchups. Oakland, Cincinnati, and Miami. I am going to be... If I had him on my roster, I would be starting him all three weeks without hesitation. I love these matchups. Nice. I dig that. Uh, this is, again, this is more just a confidence booster for some people that, that need to hear it. Um, I'm not one of them because I don't have them on any teams, but I know a lot of people do, and they're so disappointed. Uh, it's Allen Robinson for me. He gets to play the New York Giants this week. He is a talented receiver. Mm-hmm. I wrote him off before the season ever started, um, which, which to my chagrin, looked real foolish around week five when he was still... I mean, he had some games where he has just fucking dominated, mm-hmm. really, where he's just looked dominant, um, but hasn't had a 100-yard game since week one, and when Mitch Trubisky is your quarterback, that's how that happens. Um but New York Giants allowing the third most fantasy points to opposing wide receivers. There really is no other wide receiving option there for them. It's Anthony Miller's not really the guy there. They don't have tight end help. They're relying on Tariq Cohen and, I mean, nothing. They're relying on nothing. They're relying mm-hmm. on their defense. However, um, I believe that there will be a soft enough matchup for him to get the targets that he needs to be productive. Okay, and then I'm going to pivot here with my tight end. Um, after further oh. further thought, I just, eh, just further it's not in sitting right with the, in the tummy. Yeah. It's, it's giving me a gross feeling, so I want to get rid of it. Was it the tacos you ate earlier? I didn't have tacos. Okay, then it was definitely the tight end. Yeah. So I'm going to pivot. This may seem super obvious, and it is, but I love the. I hate to say it, but I love the matchup. George Kittle versus the Packers. Yeah. It pains me to say that. Supposing he's back in house. So it, it, it's looking encouraging it's right now. Trending that way. Yes. Definitely monitor the injury reports going into the game. Have something as a backup to pivot to if you can. Um, Might I recommend Ross Dwelly? That's right. The Packers are giving up the third most points to the tight end this season. So... I know it's like, oh, George Kittle, he's an auto start. Well, this week, yeah, he really, really is. He could have a humongous game, uh, especially if Manny Sanders may not play. Kittle's in there. I think he'll be the main beneficiary of that. Yeah, and he is an auto start, except for the fact of if he does come back and he's not even truly healthy, I'm still playing him. Mm -hmm. Like, even if he's questionable up until game time, I'm still playing him. Like, that's the kind of matchup this is. Not like, oh, no, he's taking on the the Patriots or something. It's like, oh, if he's a game-time decision, maybe I question it. You know, maybe. Right. Maybe. Um, In this case, yeah, fire that. And it's a big game. I mean, this this will be for the division lead, you know, so... You know, I think if there's any chance he can play, he's going to play. For sure. For sure. I'm going to uh, be vague with this based on the injuries. Uh, I'm saying start your Atlanta Falcons tight end against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Okay. Cardinals are out. 
this week on by, so I could not pick the Cardinals. However, I will take the second worst team against tight ends very gladly. Now, Austin Hooper um, still hurt. He didn't practice. Um, I can't imagine him coming back quite yet see the thing is they they sound hopeful about it now maybe that all goes to shit you know early in the week too it's like yeah maybe it's rest days or or, or maybe or maybe you are being too hopeful right so obviously like thursday rolls around we'll see what the practice reports look like if he doesn't play i'm still fine starting the tight ends oh absolutely um now it was luke stocker who was out on the field um, the most mm-hmm. in that game, but he was really just the the blocking tight end there. So I think the guy that you need to pivot to um, is the one who's shown that he's the the real pass catcher there, mm-hmm. sort of the Ricky Seals Jones of that group, if you will. And it's Jaden Graham. So if Jaden Graham is out there, I'd recommend picking him up just to stash him, mm-hmm. see what happens as the week progresses with Hooper. Um, if you don't want to waste your waiver priority, that's fine. He'll probably be there at the end of the week for you. Absolutely. Um, but if he is, I'm a start. Yeah, I like it. Okay, here we go, Jake. Bold predictions. <sighs> yep. Are you going to go two weeks in a row here? I don't know. I've been waiting for this last minute. I haven't even filled it in yet because I'm so distressed. Okay. Well, I'll start then. Whatever whatever, whatever I say right now is going to somehow get cut out of the episode. So I That's <laughs> not 100% true. You're going to draft your laptop, laptop in water and, uh, and all this is going to be for naught. Oh, no. I'd never do that. That's true. It's too new and I'll shiny. just cut it out. I'll be like, oh, I don't know. But dead, dead air. I don't know what happened. Oh, man. I sat on it. Uh, all right. You kick us off. All right. So I'm going to say Debo Samuel is going to have over 100 yards and two touchdowns against Green Bay this week. I don't mm-hmm. think Manny Sanders plays. Mm-hmm. He's come on the last few weeks. He's been looking much better. And I think that's going to continue. Fair. He has really looked like a beast, hasn't mm-hmm. he? In a, in a real cool way. Um, Not in the weird X-Men kind of way. Weird X-Men kind yeah. of way? Beast. Oh. Is that weird? Wait, blue, not like the cartoon. Blue hair. Yeah, that looked baller. Not like the Kelsey Grammer Beast. Oh, both of them. No, no the cartoon looks amazing. I always, when you played the X-Men video game, did you want to be Beast? No. Ugh. Really? Really? Do you want to be Nightcrawler? No. Gambit? Well, the old Gambit. He's the best. Oh, Wolverine. Wolverine. Uh, You're so cliche. This is even before (laughs) Hugh Jackman. Come on. Yeah. I don't care. You're cliche. All right. I digress. (laughs) Often. I am doubling down. You guys, I'm doubling down here. Oh. On on my A-Rob conviction. Okay. I'm calling my shot. 100 yards for Allen Robinson today. Not today. Oh, maybe he could do it today, too, in practice. Or, or maybe he already has by the time you're listening to this. But Allen Robinson against the Giants, if there's going to be a game for it, I truly believe this is going to be the game. And do I feel good about this? No, of course not. Uh, that w- would be stupid. Okay. Uh, I'm also sheet. not predicting any touchdowns. So well, I don't think you can. I'm taking that. <laughs> I don't, look, garbage time alone should help with that. But do, no, I, I don't predict that the Bears ever score points. So. No. Do you want to hear one of the saddest things ever? Please. I actually had to start Mitch Trubisky in one of my leagues this week because my other two quarterbacks were both on bye. Then you start no quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> that is sad. 
That is sad. I felt sad. I felt gross. That's like Lion King. I felt all the emotions having to do that. That's like, did it honestly, looking at your at your lineup did it look like the scene where Mufasa gets trampled to death in it Lion did. King? A little yeah, bit? A little bit. Watching the game probably felt even more <laughs> like that. Uh, yeah, that's brutal. That's brutal. All right. They're locked and loaded, that's so right. there we go. Okay. This is it, folks. Last bye week. We've got the Cardinals, the Chiefs, the Vikings, Hooray. and the Chargers. Yep. And then we're done with byes. Thank baby Jesus. Seriously. Seriously. I hate the bye weeks. They need to be done with them. I don't need players to rest. Yeah, they only play 16 games. Go out there and get it. Come on. No, but uh, but this is this is going to be great because mm-hmm. now, well, and then coming out of the bye week, then it's, I mean, it's serious stock now. That's right. <laughs> it's the most of the most serious That's stock. That's right. So I think that rounds it out for this week. It does. I'm still disappointed in this beer. Yeah, it's not the best, but it's all right. We've had worse. But it's not the worst. It's not like if Mitch Trubisky... Oh, my God. You know what I just realized? What? There's no beer bet on the table. There's not. I'm not leaving this episode without a beer bet. I'm sorry. Okay. I won't do it. So, um, I want to... Ooh. Ooh, I have a good one. Okay. It's going to be quarterback a quarterback. Matt Ryan versus Sam Darnold. This is an easy smash for you, right? Oh, I don't know. Just pure points. One against one. Oh. Matt Ryan versus Sam See, I Darnold. I really like Sam Darnold, though, this week. I really like him a lot. Mm. Um, then maybe you should have put him on the show sheet. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe. Um, mm? Why not? Screw it. It's intriguing. Straight and it's in the head points. All right. I have Matt Ryan. You've got Sam Darnold. That's big. Yeah. Do you feel good about it? No. No, I don't think I don't you either. possibly can, really. I don't think either of us should feel good about it. No. Uh, which is what makes the bet so important. That's right. Yeah. So, folks, that rounds it out for this week. If you have any last-minute trade questions for us, I know some of you uh, haven't hit the trade deadline yet. You lucky bastards. Yes. Feel free to ask us um, trade questions. Don't forget, mailbag questions. We'll answer them on the show. Hit us up on Twitter. Slide into our DMs. It always feels good when you slide in. Yeah, but don't be gross about it. No. Or be really gross about it. Either find way. find uh, an extreme. Whatever works for you. <laughs> Whatever makes you feel good. No. You just opened up our, my DMs just some real weird shit. That's all right. Okay. We encourage it. We encourage bad behavior on this podcast. That's right. All right. Well, speaking of which, you can find us on Twitter at Drinking Fantasy. Mm-hmm. You can find myself at Jake Trowbridge. And you can find me at FF Dusty Dog. Good luck this week, everyone. And until next time, keep drinking and talking fantasy football. Woo! Cheers, FFers.